Hey everyone, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Our various baby-caused hiatuses are now over, and we're back to releasing our normally scheduled series, Outlaws Wanted and Naptown Chronicles. We are happy to welcome both of our youngest gamers into our families, Finn and Travis, and thanks everyone for sticking with us while our families are growing. And now, enjoy the next exciting chapter of Outlaws Wanted. Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor managed to escape from Rogue. Sully is wounded and in some kind of chaos-induced coma. The Honor, meanwhile, is barely flying, and when the crew finally returned to Homestead, the longtime base of the Outlaws was under full-scale attack by the Interstellar Council. Where we left off, you had just dropped out of... Or not dropped out of phased anti-space, actually. You had just dropped out of the cognitive realm by Homestead to see a massive armada of interstellar council ships blasting Homestead to pieces. It's dropped into fire and chaos as you're watching your home be ripped apart. Uh, Mal immediately starts, like, taking the ship through, like, evasive maneuvers if there's anything targeting them and trying to get in a good position. Um, make me a piloting roll. I think that's... Is that cool? I, I'm just gonna say it's cool. I think that's, that's that would make sense. That is a 10. Alright, so your ship is still very badly damaged. You kind of strapped a magic toaster to it and got it airtight and have, like, poofs of air to get you to where you can float around, but it's not great. So basically what you're able to do is very convincingly fly around like debris. You're you're the Millennium Falcon right now, just pretending like you're space junk of your home. You know, at this point you're floating through debris that you might almost be able to recognize as like, Oh, oh. hey, I recognize that hallway. Oh. What's everyone else doing? And Well, I guess everyone else except Sully, who is catatonic. Yeah, Sully is lying in a bed. Uh... Vi, uh, has been in the engine room and has no idea what's happening, so she's just kind of, like, grabbing on to whatever she can. Uh, what's going on? I thought we were going to Homestead. This is Homestead. It's under attack. Fire's everywhere. Where should we try to find Loralee? We gotta do something here. Um, I assume at this point the engine is actually usable, right? Usable is in air quotes. You can move, but it's not like full flying around dogfighting. You can you can putter or you can use the skip drive. Okay. If there's something that you want to do with your engine, it would be like a role that you would have to like try to, you know, duct tape something together for the temporary that is that, you know, if it goes wrong, it'll just fail and, you know, be like on fire. You know? No, I think... I was trying to find a way to possibly get up to the helm to see what's happening. I think what's going to happen is Vi kind of like flings herself out of the door frame because we have a hallway to see up at the front. 
just so she can see just enough of it to kind of get a feel of what's happening and then jumps back onto the engine and uh, she is going to keep working to make sure that is not going to die. Gotcha. So you're still trying to get the engine to where it is working. Um, the rest of you outside of the, like, outside of your viewport or whatever glass there is there, you can see around Homestead that is beginning to, like, break apart as it's taking crazy amounts of damage. You can see, like, a swarm of ships all trying to fly off. Like, basically, every outlaw vessel that's still flyable, they're trying to fly away, you know? To varying degrees of success. You can recognize um, keeper ships as well in that horde, um, all just trying to escape as best as they can. Can we try hailing Camilla? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, I would say that's not something you have to roll. I really have to hope that you have some kind of plan because otherwise things are not looking so good. Uh, we, we just got in. We were hoping to get some information from you. Where is Loralee? Do you know where any of the higher-up people are? Well, Loralee, I believe, is on Homestead. As in, she's on fire? That's what I'm seeing right now, Camilla. That is what I would assume, yes. We were just ordered to evacuate, and that's all the guidance we've been given. So we're trying to do that. All right, if, if our orders are to evacuate, we can try to do that, but our engine's pretty beat up. Yeah, I think that, you know, like, is there anything that we can do here? Like, is there anyone we can call? Anything that you have that might be able to help? Because I don't think all of us are going to be escaping from this immediately. Vi is gonna yell from, um, the engine room, uh, up to Jyla. Do we have a rendezvous point? Uh, Camilla, is there a rendezvous point? Or do we need to be kind of making that up as we go, too? I do not have one in mind, no. Um, I think most planets that I know of are under control by, yeah, the Interstellar Council, the ones shooting at us, unfortunately. Um, Jyla's gonna yell back down to Vika that, uh, nope, no rendezvous. Sorry, since I'm not on the call, I'm trying to think Can, of... can you get patched into the call? Is there, I feel like... Yeah, patch me in. Yeah, I'll patch you in. <laughs> Instead of, like, telephone. Perfect, patch me into the call. Hey, Camilla, do you have access, uh, or can you get a hold of uh, everybody on the ships currently? We can send out mass hails, sure, yeah, what do you have in mind? Um, I'm gonna send you over real quick some coordinates. There's a planet completely abandoned, the, um, uh, the colonists used to be there, but everything's mined out from it now, so, uh, that's, that's gonna be probably one of the safest places we can at least meet up at. Uh, Send out that mass hail. Let's get everybody headed that way who's escaping right now. Um, all right. So, you send out that mass hail of everyone just head in this direction, and you can see most of the ships responding. It's still pandemonium as they're trying to get headed in a direction and are completely surrounded by Interstellar Council ships that have been... Designed for the sole purpose of being able to knock out the outlaws. Once they all start heading in a common direction and are fleeing, it's kind of like their backs are turned to the guns and you start losing ships rapidly. And then two um, different portals open. One, a tear in the cognitive realm and the other just a port from uh, like a regular phased antimatter like, I guess, 
with phased antimatter, you're technically still in the same plane, but you can see a ship suddenly drop out of phased anti-space. Wayland's ship and the Great Wayfarer both park themselves in between the imposition vessels and, not the imposition, interstellar council vessels and the fleeing outlaws and keepers. Uh, not so much there to return fire as they are there to just provide any amount of cover. And you get two hails coming into your ship. One from Waylon and one from Salvador. Which one do you want to answer first? I'll answer them both at the same time, because why not? Hey, this is Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. I'm glad you guys could join us. Seems we're in a bit of a bit of trouble here. Did you just put me on the conference call when I dropped in here to save your lives? It seems mighty rude to put us on a conference call, especially when I am risking my ship's life. Well, how about this? If I'd answered your calls one at a time, the the one I answered second would be offended, so I just decided to answer both at the same time. Does that sound fair? Sound accurate? Fine, I can put up with it for now. May we offer some assistance? I have a debt that still must be paid. We we only just got here. We're, we don't know exactly what happened any more than you do. We got here and Homestead is in ruins. We're still trying to figure out what exactly happened. So, GM, no. They're at your discretion. Okay. I think our best bet right now is try to protect the ships that are trying to evacuate and try to try to save as many people as we can out of here. Yep, we, we appreciate you showing up. All right, well, we won't sustain too much damage because we're not losing this vessel, but um, the people of the Guild of Commerce... I'm not sure that vessel might not survive this. I owe a debt, so whatever we have to do, we'll do. And you see, basically, both of the vessels just move to block the, like, slowly fleeing horde of ships that are all, like, one by one spooling up their phased antimatter drives and zipping off into space. Is there anything else you want to do here before all of you do the same thing? Vi pops into the comms. Mal, I can keep the engine running for a little bit, but it's not looking good. If we're going to go and see if we can find anyone else, we got to do it now. I was just thinking the same thing. Mal's going to get on what we have a sensor ray, but it's damaged. He wants to try to try to see if there's people still alive on Homestead. You know what I just realized? I think the comms might be damaged, too. Um, But (laughs) I yelled that. I yelled that up. (laughs) All right. So make me a... That is a move? Probably the sensor ray. Yeah. Which I believe is smarts. No, this says sensor ray is cool or weird, according to this. Okay. Do do cool. Uh, Follow follow the rules I have written. The rules we have totally (laughs) codified. Yeah, we've tried. Well, that's a 14. Dang. Yes, there are life signs on the ship, but, like, as you're looking at it, you can see them, like, slowly, like, dimming and going out. Like, whatever monitoring there is on heart rate, you can see those largely, like, dimming as different parts of the ship are breaking away into space. So you have time to try to rescue some people, but you will not be able to rescue all of the people. Um, I basically want to try to rescue anybody that's not, like, about to get on a ship, basically people that are not near the not near the um, the shuttle bay or whatever equivalent. I don't remember what exactly Homestead has. All right, make me a piloting roll. Um, I was actually thinking I didn't say this out loud yet. I was actually thinking that we might be able to utilize the transporter room as well. 
Yeah. Like that would be a limited number of things we could transport people in as on well, top of you're you're limited by time more than you're limited by space right now. Like yeah. any any delay. If you want to try to use the transporter room, I think that that is a good idea. Um uh, so then you wouldn't need to make a piloting roll, you would need to try to make a transporter roll. How how about this? I'll call down to I'll call down just on general comms. Somebody go down to the transporter room and start beaming people over. And then I'll do the piloting roll. I could do that. Jyla could do that. Multitasking. <laughs> Delegating. <laughs> Don't you go, Captain. That is a thirteen. Do I so I need to roll for the teleporter, right? For the transporter. Yes. And that is yes. plus it's not good. Got snake eyes. Oh no! It's four for oh, me. No. <laughs> you teleport the teleporter room away. <laughs> now, how many people? How many people did Jyla Cronenberg? <laughs> you pull up to the uh, like near what is remaining of Homestead, and you're like frantically trying to get signal locks on anyone, but faster than you can get locks, the ship is breaking apart. Like what is left of Homestead. And then there's one final reaction, like you see a like small flash of purple as the like antimatter core of Homestead ruptures. And then there's like, you can hear an explosion, which is bad because it means that the hull of your ship is vibrating because of like the blast out of um, material. And you can feel yourselves all get knocked to the ground as whatever, like, dampening is in the ship works overtime to try to keep you from liquefying yourselves as your ship is blasted away from Homestead, leaving nothing there. When that happens, you can see the Guild of Commerce vessel, Wayland's vessel, like, that explosion took out a significant chunk of it. It's basically on its way out as well like you can see some escape craft trying to fly away from it but it's also like just ripping apart and the great wayfarer survived the attack fine but now is facing the entire brunt of an entire armada just all focus firing on it and it begins to start taking damage and then just vanishes as it uses its skip drive to leave I think it's time for us to get the heck out of here. I I don't know if there's anything else we can do. Yeah, I think I agree. As much as I want to try to try to help, we're not in any condition to put up any kind of fight. Mal, I got the coordinates set up. Um, just head that way. You slip back into the cognitive realm. Uh, your ship also limping along like many of the others that were able to get into phased anti-space and start heading towards... The rendezvous set by, um, Jyla. No. Nope. Vika, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> New house rule, you're no longer allowed to have names that are even remotely similar. No overlapping letters. <laughs> yeah, we have to, we have to, like, coordinate. We each take a, a fourth of the alphabet, and we're only allowed to use letters <laughs> right. within that. Yeah, literally fully unique. Each one of you only gets one vowel, and that's the vowel you <laughs> have we'll, to We'll use. just make sure that uh, someone's ends in, like, double E or IE or something, and someone else's ends in a Y. We can, we can work around this. <laughs> On Avis, a voice uh, ripples from a crackling speaker. Far down under the galaxy, under creation, there is an irrefutable truth. Chaos is law. It is that nagging feeling in the back of your mind when 
Some holy figure talks of salvation or magic or purpose. Somewhere you know, turn the screw, bring some tension, and all the hope and belief in the world flies apart like tissue paper. Chaos has always been the law. Those who can accept this will flourish, while those who cannot cling like scared children to hope, icons, or the strength of their communities. But let's not waste our time. Breed chaos into the world. Bring the truth about. Let us all give ourselves solace from that pressure of making something all right. It isn't. It won't be. That is the truth. That has always been the truth. The mighty can survive chaos for a time, and the weak die. Revel while you can, and take chaos to the stars. Avis has changed. Smoke rises from the once immaculate streets. The trees that grew throughout the city are now either burning or burned. Green leaves and strong wood replaced with ash. On the street, scars of battle can be seen everywhere. Soldiers duel with particle weapons while thieves rob stores. And all over, chaos reigns. Now the law on Avis. Vika, do you want to set the scene for what the planet is that you sent everybody to? Sure. This is this is somewhere that the United Colonies used to uh, inhabit. They were mining and pulling resources from the planet while they were living there. Uh, but at this point, that planet has been completely depleted of all of those resources. So by the time we get there, it's that you can still find buildings, but everything's been abandoned. I would say not to the extent of Roke, where there were like kind of evidence of life. Like you can see like a full house, but there's vines everywhere. Uh, you can see like where there were uh, fueling stations, but obviously there's nothing there anymore. So let's go with more of like a deserty planet. There's also like pretty big mining areas. So uh, big enough that we could potentially fit ships in there and also be able to take cover. Vika, you're sitting alone in a um, kind of like hastily grown. So you have that ability to like grow ship material. Uh, you're sitting in a structure that is made very utilitarian out of that. Um, so it was grown on the surface of this desert planet just to be a, like, temporary, like, shelter against the heat and the desert winds and the sand. There's a crude table and some chairs sitting around, and you're pouring over ledgers of supplies for things like food and water and fuel and things that normally you would not have to think about because they would be so readily available in this galaxy that all of you live in, but now totally separated from the rest of society, you feel like one of the original colonies thrown off onto a planet and having to make do. This is almost like familiar to you because this kind of like logistics work is what you did growing up. You know what I mean? This would have been your past was doing this before you were an outlaw. Mm -hmm. 
You hear a creaking sound as the door to this structure is pushed open and Camilla enters her fur covered in dust and sand and she kind of shakes and pats herself off her large eyes watery from, you know, irritation and she curls up into a chair that you grew especially for her to to fit her and uh, from a pouch pulls out a like dried and sad looking leaf that she was able to find and starts crunching on it so things are still not looking good after all this time huh no um i can't say they are it looks like we're really we're really low camilla yeah, I'm getting that feeling. I'm thinking that we're probably going to have to send Hector out to gather more supplies, which means risking more of our people, which I'm not feeling great about. Do you think Jyla would be able to accompany him? I think we need someone with her expertise to intercept some shipments, because I don't think we're going to make enough food here. You know, I'm sure if you asked her, she'd be willing to go. She's been taking up a lot of crazy jobs right now, but uh, I'll run it by her. Camilla looks concerned by that in a way, but doesn't say in, uh, doesn't say anything. Wayland's still kind of able to divert trade to us on occasion, but he still wants to be paid despite the fact that I believe he is really no longer a part of the Guild of Commerce. I think <laughs> he's basically just a pirate at this point. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The, I'm not surprised that he would want to still get paid um well we'll have to i don't know look into something that we can trade with him yeah i guess we'll have to try to mine rocks that seems to be what's here yeah i mean it's not i didn't pl- i didn't pick this planet because it had uh good resources i picked it because no one's gonna look for us here no, honestly, considering now at this point the Imposition, the Galactic Alliance, and the Interstellar Council all would be looking for us, yeah, it's not looking great for any part of the galaxy that's remotely pleasantly habitable, so no complaints from me, I'm glad we had some place to go. I kind of don't know what to do next. Like, I guess we just keep surviving, but then what? Like, none of us can go back to our factions, and I don't think any of us would want to, but feel like we need the next step i'm stuck i just every day is just finding supplies sending people out getting them killed trying to get supplies so we don't die it's getting tiresome yeah we're um we're really stuck in survival mode right now i think <sighs> i don't think we can make the next step until honestly until we wake sully up i was going to ask if there had been any updates on Honestly, this is kind of... I know I'm a keeper, but this is somewhat outside of my knowledge as a keeper. I was frankly not always the most, um... Holy? Yeah, I don't want to say that, but kind of, that wasn't really my... You know, I was a keeper first and a mystic second, and I think Sully might have been the other way around. Well, uh, unfortunately, I haven't heard anything. I think, uh... I'm pretty sure Jyla would have let us know if there'd been any improvements, but haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we find out. Good luck with your building things out of this stuff. I guess that's something we could trade the Waylon, at least, is we can grow him cool stuff and see if that is enough to keep him at bay for now. You uh, know, my uh, 
I, I've been so focused on trying to get the ships all back online that I didn't even consider that. That's okay. No, I can, I can work with that. We can figure out something, especially because this seems to be pretty, um, uh, infinite. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. But okay, well, I'll talk to Jyla. I think I have some work for her to do. And yeah, let me know if. You need anything else, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I'll let you know if I can think of anything we can trade with Waylon. Yep, and I'll try to keep everyone from fleeing or ratting us out to chaos, I guess. Camilla finishes crunching up her leaf and kind of dejectedly walks out of the, uh, walks out back into the sand and, uh, as we kind of follow her walking through, we see that there are several of these crude structures all built up around, like, pockmarked mining holes. And from the surface, you would just see tiny little hovels, but then tucked away, you can see, like, tons of ships that are all just kind of hiding and waiting and under tarps, you know, to try to make them invisible from space. Because powering them on and flying is risky. Elsewhere in, like, way out in just nothing but hard sand, like salt flats, there's a shimmering ripple and then a crunching sound. And in a massive, like, half-circle area, all of the material there just compacted down to a tiny little, like, basically like a diamond of material, you know? as something is just erased. And we see Jyla, like, tinkering with a tiny device that she's been working on. Jyla, what have you been up to? So Jyla has been mostly throwing herself into work, into just making more devices. She's been going on higher and higher stakes missions, not really caring what the what the risk is just kind of doing it to make sure that she has something to do and then if she's not on mission like pretty much every day she's going and visiting sully so we'll watch jyla like as she makes her way all the way back to where do you think sully's being kept right now i think he would stay on our ship okay just like in our med bay i don't see why we would move him yeah so you walk back to the honor which is a ship that is not really widely used anymore. Like, as you walk onto the Honor, you can see the scars of battle damage left um, from the fight that ended up with all of you here. And you can also see the, like, uh, Wayfarer technology that was used to grow the ship kind of haphazardly back together. You walk in and the lights are down. Like, there isn't a lot of power being run through the ship, if at all. Um, you walk past the kitchen that usually, you know, you would have smelled the, like, kind of odd cooking of, uh, Lucy. Currently, it's empty and dark. Um, there might be, like, a cloth thrown over the table. Um, and you walk down to a faint glow, uh, coming from the med bay. And walk in to see, uh, Sully still just laying on a table, looking, like, fine and contented. Hey, it's, uh, it's me again. Uh, not much new going on today. Uh, still working on that, uh, remote detonation spider bomb I was telling you about. Spacing thing keeps getting dust up in its craw and jamming. Anyway, I, I think Lucy's worried about me not eating. He practically tried to force feed me 
stale cornbread muffin in the hall the other day. We're just barely hanging on with supplies right now, but Vi's been working real hard getting crews out and looking for stuff. Camilla's setting me out tomorrow on a mission, so it'll be a bit before I can visit again. So don't you go getting into trouble while I'm gone, you hear? God, I miss you so much. So whatever's going on in that big brain of yours, just don't forget about the rest of us, okay? As you walk out of the, like, kind of broken shell of what used to be your home, leaning against the door out in the harsh sun, you see um, Camilla. Oh, I was waiting for you. I wanted to talk to you about the mission tomorrow. Uh, sure. What, what, what's up with it? Well, so, I'm trying to keep this hush-hush for a variety of reasons that you can imagine, but, um... We're sending you and Salvador and Lucy on a mission to, well, we told everyone it was for supplies, which yes, desperately we need, but more importantly, I think that we might have had a leak. I'm fairly certain that someone downloaded a map to this planet and then left. We're not positive about that, but one of our ships left without a trace and someone did access the computer right before that. So I can put two and two together. And my point is, I need you to go and stop that. Grinch, that's bad, Camilla. It's very bad. It's very, very bad. If they get out of, like, we flew real far off into the middle of nothing, thanks to Vika, but we're not, you know, it's easy to forget that they could drop out of phase to anti-space at any point, and we would not be able to get these ships off the ground before they started opening fire on us. So... That is a thing that cannot happen. So we're sending, like, fastest ship we got. We just need you guys to bring back that map at any cost. That's the most important part. Supplies, sure, if you can, great. But that's the critical part. You got it. You want us to leave today? I mean... Um, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe tonight. I don't really want to raise alarm with everyone because um, I don't know if you know this. Morale, already quite low. Uh, y- yeah, I, I guess that. <laughs> I honestly, like, I don't know how, uh, how Lorely did this. Like, I mean, I've always been, like, kind of, you know, I led keepers. I did that whole thing. But this is different because, like, I'm just trying to keep all of you, literally all of you, from deserting at any moment, which has not generally been my concern. Usually there was, like, a backbone like a society that kept us all doing stuff and I just had to like organize and coordinate and now it's just like please don't leave all at once because I do not want to live on this planet by myself <laughs> poor Camilla <laughs> like honestly how did Lorelei start the outlaws why did you join this is terrible this must have been how it was when they started well I haven't been here since the beginning but I, I think most people were running from something worse well, I guess chaos is something worse. Yeah. And, uh, and have you met, well, you've met Laura Lee. Ain't nobody's gonna cross her. I think somebody did, yeah. Well, desperate times, I guess. Things are a lot worse than they've ever been. Yeah. But, I, I, I know you're, you're worried about this, Camilla, but, and deserting is a real problem, but, you know, I'm never gonna desert ya. So, there's, there's one thing. 
Yeah, that is part of the mission, right? Is like come back from the mission because you don't have clone slugs. Right. I uh, try not to think about that too much. I think keep that in mind, though. No, like we have limited people. That's something you need to keep in mind. <laughs> There's like a return part of the journey. I don't want you to just go and crash a ship into another ship. So beca- because again, morale very low. And I don't want to have to deal with that as well. So anyway, Since yes, nicely. I'll be sure to come back, Camilla. All right. Well, tonight, meet with Salvador and Lucy, like I said. And hopefully, yeah, bring the map back quickly as you can. And Camilla kind of scoots, slithers, crawls, whatever a giant caterpillar does off through the sand. <laughs> Scuttles. <laughs> Is sand really hard for her? I imagine it must be. It's not great. This is not her ideal environment. I don't think sand's particularly easy for any... Well, I mean, scorpions kind of do sand pretty well, and they have more legs. I don't know. Entomologist listeners, weigh in. How nubby are her legs? Is she like a horn-eater caterpillar, or is she more like a millipede? I would say that her arms are about half the length of ours compared to her body. Okay. But but it's still multi... It's multi-jointed, though. And she has, I think, eight of them, or six? Anyway, she's a big old caterpillar. That's the point. Is she a fuzzy caterpillar, though? Yeah, yeah, she, has yeah she has furry fur. stuff. Okay. Yeah. She has fur and big eyes. So she's adorable. For she... all the fan art that someone needs to make for this giant caterpillar. You mean the plush merchandise that we now need to make? <laughs> <laughs> I did put a stuffed animal in my game on purpose. It wasn't like an accident. <laughs> uh, Malcolm, where are you at? Malcolm is in is on the honor uh, up in the captain's room, whatever that upper that space above the kitchen, uh, with with the hollow table, and he is running some simulations. Well, you run those simulations, you see like a communication like blink on your control console, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, he answers it. Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? You see the face of Alistair kind of appear in in frame, and, like, behind Alistair, you can see Marilla also there, like, piloting, probably, and being angry, but Alistair's the, like, face that you see in front. Malcolm, how have you been doing? It's been a while since I've seen you out here in the nothingness. I mean, I guess I'm doing all right, Alistair. What's, what's up? Well, um, I mean, I guess I'm just kind of what wondering what's happening with the outlaws, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know the right way to put this, but, you know, for a while there, I ditched my command and became a pirate. And that felt good when there was like a lot of other pirates up here. But now it kind of seems like it's just me and things are getting worse. I'm not sure what to tell you, Allie. It's just. We're just kind of trying to survive. Does Alistair, do Alistair and Merlin know where we are? Like, are they part of the loop? I don't know if they know exactly where you are, but they know of you. You know what I mean? Okay. I guess it's kind of up to you if there's someone that you want to trust with that information or not. I wouldn't have specifically. I didn't know. Okay. No, that's, that's fine then. That's fine. We don't really have the supplies to do a whole lot right now. We're just trying to, trying to keep by until we can get back on our feet. Well, my point is that, like, yeah, I'm enjoying this whole uh, piracy life, and I do love stealing from 
basically anyone at this point with almost no moral quandaries at all, but just saying, if you ever have, like, a larger plan, let me know. I'm anxious to be a part of something again. I do kind of miss that about the uh, Alliance, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, when there's a plan, I guess I'll let you know. Well, don't stay on the ground too long is all I'm saying. You know, you'll get rusty, and we wouldn't want that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that I could stand it if you were worse than me. I need the competition is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sounds good, Allie. All right, well, if you ever feel like telling us where you are, let me know. Until then, we're still up here. Uh, and the line cuts off, and you go back to your simulations. At this point, uh, Vika, is this when you want to enter? Uh, sure, we can do that now. Yeah, okay, so, uh, as soon as the, uh, communication clicks off, I would say, uh, a little while later, towards the end of the night, uh, Vi comes up the stairs, uh, and she looks surprised to see Mal there. Oh, hey, I, uh, I didn't realize you were, uh, using the hollow table. Are you, uh, are you doing okay? Oh, hey, uh, come in, come in. I want to show you something. I think I, I think I figured it out. Okay. I, I think I, I think I finally figured out what, what went wrong in, in our last battle there. And he runs a simulation and shows failed and he like throws down whatever he's on. He's like, Critch, I thought that would work. Uh, I've been running these simulations for weeks, months. I don't even know how long. And I can't figure out what went wrong. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is this a simulation of? Of the, of our last, uh, encounter with chaos. Like, I trying to figure out what we should have done or shouldn't have done or some combination that didn't lead to this. Which, um, which battle is it? Can you, um, I don't, I don't remember. I think it's the one where Sully died. Yeah, that basically. Yeah. Or I mean the one where you guys were literally shot down and crashed on a planet. Okay. That, yeah, that would probably be what it is. (laughs) That was the ship part of it. Okay. I just assume he was just like analyzing everything because he's like in a spiral. Yeah. It's been mostly, it's like the whole like scenario, like, like he's been doing like little tidbits of. Whether we did the right thing on Avis, or if we'd done this different, or whether we sh- should have gone to Roke or not, and like all these little things, like he's tinkering with things and trying to trying to find some positive outcome. Yeah, I was just trying to get more descriptive on which one you were running at the moment, um, or if it was the homestead attack. At the moment, it would be he he put in a modification to what happened with Roke. If maybe if if they hadn't gotten shot down, maybe they could have gotten back and prevented the uh, what happened at Homestead, but in general, he's been doing a lot of simulations of a lot of different things. Yeah. Hang on. This is... This is Roke. Why... Mal... Roke was months ago. There's... I mean, look at this. And uh, she kind of, like, rewinds it to see, like, the dragon-looking ship coming out from behind the planet. Like, there's, we were basically on Chaos's home turf. I, and we were one ship. Like, I, I don't know what else we, I don't think there is anything else we could have done. Like, look at the firepower on that thing. Yeah, it was not, not likely for us to do, do well with that. 
But even even going back further, like like, do we make the make the right decision going to Avis to find Grizzle? Like, there's just so many things, like so many decisions that all these simulations lead up to disaster. It's like I'm I'm the captain. I'm supposed to know what to do, and nothing is working. Nothing. It's just all broken. Well, but but that's exactly right. You are the captain and because of the decisions that you made we got we got grizzle back and we we made it out of roke i i i don't i don't think there is any one decision or anything that would have made a difference but mal you've you've gotten all of us home every time and that's that's what a captain is supposed to do is supposed to make sure we're all getting home. Well, but we lost you briefly in, uh, in a mission and lost Jyla many times before. And now Sully's lost. And now we don't have clone slugs. Like what, what happens if we're in that situation again and I lose somebody and it's my fault? Well, that is part of being a captain, isn't it? It's doing everything you can to make sure that that doesn't happen. And if it does happen, we f- we have we have to find our way to move on. He gives a little smile and says, "I suppose I see why the alliance never never made me captain. Then I guess they they could see past they could see this in me and see that I wasn't ready for it." Well, there's nothing wrong with being empathetic and being worried about your crew. That's that's an admirable admirable trait to have as long as, you know, you're doing everything you can to bring everyone home. But if you lose someone, that doesn't mean it's always your fault. And so far, you haven't lost anyone. Like we've had the clone slugs. We've had that backup. Now that we don't have it, we have to take other other precautions. But that doesn't mean you're a bad captain because of that. I don't know. I'm just just not sure anymore. Okay. Well, as your friend, Mal, I feel like somebody probably needs to say this to you. Um, and she uh like walks over and like takes his shoulders and turns him to her. You are a good captain, and you're a good person, and if we're going to get out of this, we need everybody back on board, okay? It's it's time to get your head in the game, because running over what did happen isn't going to help us move forward at this point. I think you've done everything you possibly can to figure out what could have been different, but at this point... We have to figure out what to do next. And it's going to take all of us to figure out how to get Sully back and how to defeat Chaos. And we can't do that without you. All right. I'll, I'll try. And he switches the hollow table off. Later that night... Uh, Jyla, you're walking through, like, 
kind of just pathways between these grown buildings that uh, Vika has made. And um, you're walking your way towards a, like, faintly glowing ship. Like I said, generally they're trying to keep these things under wraps. So, like, the engines are glowing purple, but they have, like, tarps thrown over them to try to, like, hide the fact that this ship's about to take off. Um, you can see two familiar figures standing there. Um, one of them is uh, Salvador, the captain of the Great Wayfarer, who has just kind of become the, like, de facto we-need-a-pilot guy, um, because he's just a very accomplished pilot. And then Lucy, who has become the de facto muscle <laughs> of the only... Only person here with a large amount of imposition technology who's willing to mess things up, you know, if they touch a ship that Lucy is on. Uh, and then you, the demolitions expert. Um, Camilla's also standing there with the four of you. The ship is parked next to a, like, crudely uh, carved obelisk or monument that just says uh, Fallen Outlaws, and at the top you can see Laura Lee's name along with a whole list of other familiar people, including uh, Rex and Grizzle and uh, Horace, uh, all these familiar names of people that were on Homestead when it fell. Uh, as you get even to the ship and to the monument, Camilla goes, So, I cannot stress to all of you how critical these next few moments are going to be. We still have tracking on the ship. You should be able to catch up to it pretty easily. They fortunately did not steal the fastest vessel that we have. So that's good. Primary thing. Do not let that ship get anywhere that is not empty space. Bring the map back. Don't let chaos get here. That's the mission, right? You got it, Camilla. Lucy doesn't say anything. He just nods his head and walks onto the ship. And, like, takes a seat in, like, a like a jump seat, you know, of, like, if the door was to open and someone needed to jump out, Lucy's just sitting there. Lucy, who is no longer has, uh, like, spatulas and knives and mixers, like, affixed to his end effectors, but instead is carrying, like, a huge assault rifle and a sword and shield are strapped to his back. It basically just looks like the same... Um, imposition soldier that attacked your ship the first time around. Except scarier. <laughs> Except scarier. <laughs> Salvador nods his head curtly and walks onto the ship. This is a much smaller ship than the Honor. It's basically just the place where Lucy is sitting and then a two-person cockpit. Yeah. So you and Salvador are sitting up in the cockpit. Salvador's flying is different than Malcolm's in that he flies every ship like it is stolen since that's kind of the Wayfarer thing. It's like their thing is pushing every ship to the limit. So it's like it's parked on the ground and he doesn't like angle it up and take off. He just slams the throttle all the way up and pulls back on the stick. And it is the most like graceless flight into space you have ever experienced as you are kicked back into the back of your seat. And you can see uh, Salvador start to kind of smile as you make the jump to phased anti-space. So, I'm not sure how I feel about this mission being a secret. What's that? Well, everyone back home thinks we're going to get supplies, which I can understand if it's successful, sure, but what if it's not? Say, so is Camilla might have to tell everyone that she lied to them and sent us out here on some kind of suicide mission. I, I don't feel like she'll have to, to lie. We've all had our 
more than our fair share of disappointments in um in most departments, not least of which is resources. Well, I'm just saying that um, I've been on missions where I thought, oh, hey, this is going to go fine, don't worry. It's all right that the captain's acting suspicious and the person in charge isn't being forthright with everything. And then I got turned into a monster for like a thousand years, so it's concerning. <laughs> How have you been doing with all of this, by the way? Well, I don't know. Fine, I guess. Try not to think about it. Lucy, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy just whimpering in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been working on working on my own stuff and gotta power through. I don't philosophizing isn't isn't in my is in my list of priorities right now, you could say. Salvador kind of chuckles and just goes I feel like I used to be very much the same way, and then I had a long time to think. See, I try to avoid that part, the time for to think. <clears throat> None of that. I guess, yeah, I I stood still for a long time. Anyways, um, yeah, and he just, like, pushes the throttle further forward, and uh, the ship is, again, just in, like, purple space of... uh phased antimatter as you fly through the stars like the one outlaw out here in all the nothingness um you can see on the display like the marker for the ship that you're chasing down in your own vessel and the estimated time is like probably hours to catch up is there anything you want to do in that intermittent time i could talk to lucy Oh, okay. You go downstairs and sit across from Lucy. His visor is like, it's like a blast shield that he has down, you know, so it's like more stormtrooper-y than normal. You can't see his face proper. Yeah. Hey, uh, Lucy. Uh, how you holding up back here? I am doing fine. Is there anything that you need? No, I, I just came to chat. I, uh, realized that maybe I... Haven't been paying enough attention to other people. I've been kind of throwing myself into other things right now. But, uh, sorry, I've been blowing you off a bit. Is there... How how are you doing with all this? Because, uh, not to be dramatic, but this is kind of like going back in time for you. Is it... Has it been bad? I know you tried to... You're trying to avoid this kind of life, and we've kind of thrust you way back into it. Jyla, I think there is a reason that is the three of us on this vessel, and not anyone else. We're not the only fighters in the Outlaws, but I believe that uniquely each of us is capable of putting aside unhelpful things. For me, it's literally programmed in. The armor that's fused to me does a certain amount of emotional modification. Now, that is one of those things that I understand is perhaps devious about the imposition, but it does have its advantages, which is a certain amount of placidity, calmness, when it comes to impending danger. I am comfortable. I don't know that I am happy. 
but I am here and alert, and I am guessing you are not wholly dissimilar. Yeah, it's as much as people get nervous about going on missions like this, I can't help but get excited every time we take off, you know? I believe our pilot Salvador might be the same way. I think he rather enjoys the dance of it, considering his long time in stasis. I think that for me, I am just capable. Being here is fine. As always, glad you got my back. But, uh... Oh, of course. In the meantime, don't forget all your cooking stuff. I, uh, have to hope that one day we we won't be doing quite this same same stuff, and we'll get to, you know, enjoy ourselves a little bit, eat non-stale food. We all have things that we look forward to. What do you look forward to? I look forward to storing this again, but not that much. Right. As I said, there was a certain amount of modification. This is what I was built piece by piece to do. I did enjoy my time doing something else, but there is a certain amount of comfort that is comes from knowing no matter what happens, I have something to fall back on. I get that. I get that for sure. So the hours pass with you just kind of floating between around this small ship as the like glowing dot on the indicator moves closer to the other glowing dot on the indicator. This ship is kind of built for stealth, so there's not a lot of other lights. It's mostly just the controls lighting things up and this ever-present thing indicating like, you're getting closer, you're getting closer, you're getting closer. Eventually you hear kind of like crackle over an intercom that basically just connects the upper like um, cockpit down to you and... um, Lucy, uh, a voice cuts in and just goes, We're getting near. I'm going to drop us out of phased anti-space. I will say it seems that the ship is not moving. Sounds good. We'll be ready. Uh, so you feel the, like, lurch of a, again, a, like, drop out of phased anti-space that instead of being, like, a smooth deceleration is just, like, he pulls the e-brake. Because of course he does. You can feel, like, equipment lurch in the ship. You hear groaning as probably, like, he's finding the stress limits of every part of this ship as it crunches to a light speed halt. Yeah, it's dead in the water. What do you think? We just grapple onto it, rip it open, and clear it out, I guess. Tell me about this ship, Cody. Do we have, like, the type of... Thing that would let us see, like, how many life forms are on it, or anything like that, or no? You can make a roll. Okay. Uh, let me let me do some quick recon, see what we're up against here. Well, you uh, don't want to just jump in blind? I thought that was your thing. Yeah, I like to bring the right tool for the job, though. I think it's bombs. The right tool this time, I'm guessing, is bombs. Are you implying that all of them are created equal? Because I can assure you, sir, they are not. Start with the biggest one. Work backwards. that's why i like lucy he doesn't carry a big gun and a small gun he just carries the biggest one good start there (laughs) this sounds like jyla when we began the game (laughs) sully's changed her (laughs) yeah so what what would my sensor array roll be smart 
Uh, you can do smarts for general, like, science on this ship. It's probably less specific here. And honestly, I didn't make an entire ship for this ship, which maybe I should have done, but I didn't. No, that's fine. Uh, I don't think it'll matter because I got a five. Oh my gosh, Caitlin. Jeez. The power's on. <laughs> cool. Well, um, I'll, I'll start with the biggest bomb, it looks like. I didn't get anything good from there, so carry on, Sal. All right. I'll bring us into park, I guess. Um, and again, with the flourishes that you're used to, like a, uh, what I would call like a, like a breaching plug, like he just smashes the back of his ship into the other one and it like magnets on and then starts burning a hole in, you know, like this ship is kind of made for this. Yeah. So you just kind of have a weight there with, um, Lucy, as you can see, like a red light burning its way around the enemy's vessel, like you know, making a entryway for the two of you. Um, you hear clanking as Salvador drops down the ladder. He's carrying just like a standard looking space assault rifle, you know? And the three of you just stand there, just watching it, just loading screen. <laughs> when the three friends sat there and waited for their doom. <laughs> And uh, you kind of know, like, well, there's zero possibility that they wouldn't see this coming. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, right when the um, circle is basically finished, um, Lucy pulls the shield from his back and kind of just, like, smashes it into the floor. And it kind of provides a, a mount of cover for the two of you as he just stands there with, like, his big uh, assault rifle just at the ready. So the door, like, hits the top, it falls, you hear, like, the clang as the metal falls in, the door slides open, and just immediately Lucy just starts opening fire into the ship and walking forward, and as soon as his boot hits the inside of the ship, you see a black tentacle slither out, grab his leg, and pull him into the ship. No! <laughs> what do you do? Um, can I... Can I see what direction they would have come from? You can make a you can make an investigation roll. Okay. Uh it's a 7. You didn't notice it at first because of the like fire literally shooting out of the end of Lucy's gun, but the um other ship is filled with like a thick uh like kind of miasmic smoke. It has like a odor to it like rot as um something on this ship slithered out and grabbed a leg and pulled Lucy into the darkness. Okay, I I'm going to chuck a bomb in the direction that Lucy went uh basically under the assumption that he he can take whatever splash damage I do. <laughs> okay. Okay, roll uh blast some baddies. That's cool. Right. Yeah, oh, it's weapon, so it's whatever your weapon is. Yeah, my weapon is cool. Gosh. That's a 6. Oh my gosh, Kayla. You... I'm rolling horrible. Yeah, you need to save Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> so you throw a bomb in and it's like you throw it and there's like that pause where you wait for it to explode and then it flies back into the ship and you just hear like the clang as it hits behind you. And Salvador just jumps immediately into the ship. Do you follow him? <laughs> yeah. So you leap in, you hear the bomb explode behind you, and you hear, like, the unmistakable sound of atmosphere breaching, and then the ship, like, detaches, and a, like, 
shield closes around the hole that your ship left, you know? And uh, you can just see, like, basically empty space behind you with just the barrier of a shield, and you are now in the fog. Lucy! Lucy's dead. Pretty sure Lucy's dead. No, Lucy can't be dead. Let's go after him that way. Uh, okay, make me an act under pressure. That's better, that's an 11. Finally! I know! Okay. As you start navigating through the ship, you're able to, like, your eyes adjust and you're able to start seeing a little bit what's going on. You can see, like, scattered throughout the ship, almost like a sparse forest, you can see these, like, pillars of, like, black flesh growing up out of the ship. You recognize this as being very similar to when other ships have been taken over by chaos and the, like, flesh starts to grow into them and take control of them. So not dissimilar from what happened last time you um, were on board a ship that was, like, tainted with chaos and you got slurped into a wall. Seems like something like that might have happened to Lucy. Uh, But you're able to, like, navigate out of this cargo bay area into, like, the engine room of the ship. It's also not very big, so there's only, like, a cockpit, a cargo bay, and the engine... Sorry, my dog just lost his mind. And the engine room. You navigate into the engine bay, and you manage to, like, push the door open that's, like, starting to grow over. You can actually, like, see the flesh beginning to grow over it. And you see, standing in there, a kind of, like, hunched and broad figure holding Lucy by his helmet. And in its other hand, you can see, like, a large blinking tube that is basically like a giant space flash drive, you know? When it sees you, the face, its eyes don't open, eyes push forward out of the flesh to look at you, and bright, sharp teeth grin as it lunges at you. I'm gonna whip out my particle weapon. And, uh, stab him, I guess. Right, you take a slash at this creature as it lunges towards you. Yeah, that's a 12. Alright, so with a 12, as this thing lunges at you, you take one slash, uh, like, cleaving cleanly off the arm. As it lunges at you, you take one clean slash, cleaving off the arm that was dragging Lucy... Lucy falls to the ground in a way that you understand means Lucy seems to be some kind of unconscious, because he's still upright, but is, like, kind of slack in that way that means the person in the power suit is being held up by the power suit. Yeah. Before this creature smashes into you, and you immediately feel like, oh, this is bad hurt. Um, And you hear, like, an almost too quiet popping sound. As you can see, uh, Salvador has opened fire on this creature that has just, like, smashed into you and is carrying you around the ship. And that is where we are going to end. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for this show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and in the public domain. If you like this show, you can check out more of our actual play podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or on Podbean. You can also interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
We also post Let's Play videos under our YouTube channel, The Wandering Gamer Network, and on Twitch we can be found at wandering underscore gamers. Now remember, it's not the outlaws that make trouble, it's trouble that makes the outlaws. Thank you.